0: Everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Status Alternative Podcast. My name is Brittany, and on today's episode, I will be talking about one of my favorite '90s films, um a film that came out in 1993 called Days Then Confused, written and directed by Richard Linklater. So the film features an, a large ensemble cast of actors who would later become stars. Um, you have Jason London, Ben, ben Affleck, Mila Jojovic, Cole Hauser, Parker Posey, Adam Goldberg, Matthew McConaughey, Nikki Kate, George, Lauren, Joey, Laura, Joey Lauren Adams, and Rory, Coch- Rory Cochran. So the plot um, is basically about a bunch of Texas teenagers on their last day of high school in 1976. So despite the fact this movie being like pretty much like It is considered a cult classic amongst its fans. Um, I myself remember watching this film. I don't know what age I was when I watched this film, but I remember being a huge fan of it and enjoying the story, especially the characters. Um, So let's dive right into it, and especially the soundtrack because the soundtrack is truly, like, 1976 at its finest with ZZ Top, you have Aerosmith, Smith, um, you have Alice Cooper, like... um, hat Nazareth, Ted Nugent, The Runaways are on this album as well. So before I get into the album itself, let me just go over the... So this is basically just going to be like a recap and a review of the film and sort of my thoughts on it. And so it is considered a coming-of-age comedy film. Uh, the film was a commercial disappointment at the box office, grossing less than $8 million in the United States. But despite the fact that it was a commercial disappointment, the film is considered a cult classic and has remained one of the funniest movies over the past 25 years, even more than that. So, the movie begins with Aerosmith's Sweet Emotion playing in the background. It's May 28, 1976, the last day of high school at, uh, the last day of school at Lee High School in Austin, Texas. So... The current students now that are mostly focused on this film, they're all juniors, and by the end of the day, they're all going to be the new seniors. So you have uh, Randall Pink Floyd, the school star um, football player, who's played by Jason London, um, him and the rest of his football team members are asked to sign a pledge basically stating that they're abstaining from partying and they're not going to drink and they're not going to like ruin any chances of them possibly making it to a championship game um next year when they start school in the fall but pink is kind of hesitant to like sign the thing because he kind of feels like it's um he kind of feels like it's kind of silencing them kind of like it's his way of bucking authority in a way, because he kind of feels like these people are like, especially the football coaches are kind of um, judging him, like him, um, Benny, Mel, and Donnie are coming back from like hazing a couple of the new kids, the new freshmen, I should say. And like, I don't know, he kind of feels like it's like, they're basically judging him for the crowd that he hangs out with because he hangs out with these potheads. Um, he hangs out with Slater, played by Rory Cochran. He hangs out with Pinkford, played by Sean Anderson. And his girlfriend, Michelle, played by Mila Jovovich. So he's kind of debating, and that's like one of the main plot points of the film is like he's honestly debating on whether or not he should um, join up or he's debating on whether he should like, like, sign the pledge. So, while that is happening, um, the new seniors, so Benny uh, O'Banion, played by uh, Ben Affleck, are going to haze the new high school freshman because there's two, like, versions of the way they haze. So, the boys end up getting, like, these wooden panels, kind of paddles, kind of similar to, like, those, like, fraternity paddles you see in those, like, really cheesy, like, fraternity movies. And their whole idea is to, like, spank them with the paddles as a form of initiation to them getting into high school. And then the girls end up getting hazed by getting hazed by the new senior girls. And it's kind of a tradition. Like, you get to the scene where they pull up to the middle school... And, like, the teacher obviously knows what's going on, and he's, like, kind of in on it. And it seems like everyone's kind of in on this whole hazing ritual they have going on in this, like, small town. So, and on top of that, they, um, Pickford is planning on throwing a party at his house because his parents are actually going away on a vacation. But it turns out their plans get foiled because the beer delivery guy ends up coming a little bit earlier than expected, While Pickford's parents are still on the premises and they kind of put two and two together and they're like, hey, uh, we're not going on vacation. Uh, We're actually staying here. Your party's busted. So there's that. And yeah, it's it's a really interesting film. You get like a kind of like a lot of side stories going on, like uh, Mitch Kramer is one of the kids, along with his friends who are the incoming freshmen that get terrorized by O'Banion and all of the other guys. And it's like, it's, it's, it's very much like that sort of culture of like, hey, you know, kind of like, so when I was in high school, one of our traditions was like the seniors, they're like the upperclassmen would throw pennies at the freshmen. So you were easy to spot if you wore like a white shirt, because all the seniors in our class, um, in our high school basically wore red polo. So if you saw anybody wearing white, you had to take a chance in thinking that they were a freshman, um, never mind if they were a sophomore or a junior though. So as daylight fades, freshman Mitch Kramer escapes the initial hazing with his best friend Carl. Um, but Carl's mom uh ends up they get to Carl's house, and Carl's mom comes out with a shotgun, almost trying to shoot at Banyan for paddling her son. And yeah, he almost like escapes it, but they end up traveling to his baseball game and they violently paddle him. So uh, Pink ends up giving Mitch a ride home. Kind of takes him under his wing, like, hey, you know, cause Pink kinda has a crush on Mitch's sister Jody, even though he's dating Simone, played by Joey Lorden, Lauren Adams. So it's a, it's it's one of those, not one of those, but it's it's part of the story. So, um, as the night progresses, students loiter around the Emporium, listen to rock music, they cruise the neighborhood. Um, they end up just spending the whole night, eventually finding out where the party's gonna be at, and they spend mostly the whole night either drinking, smoking, and, uh, just hanging out, just enjoying their time as, you know, being teenagers, being juniors on the last day of school. Uh, eventually, Mitch and his friends get back at O'Banion by spilling white paint on him, um, they throw a keg party at the Moonlight, um... Yeah, it's it's your basic run of the mill kind of story. I'm not going to give you like I'm giving like a bit of spoilers, but I'm not going to ruin the ending of the movie. But yeah, it it very much was a look into like how Pink was kind of struggling with his own identity being like, "Oh, well, if they see me as this and seeing the coach kind of lambast his friends cuz he thinks they're losers because all they do is, you know, sit around and smoke pot and not really do anything that he deems as productive." So, you kind of see like Pink having an identity crisis and whether he's going to sign this like pledge or not because everybody else is like asking him like, are you going to sign it? Are you going to sign it? Are you going to do it? Are you going to do it? And he's still kind of deciding on everything like that. So like I said, this movie came out in like 1993. A lot of these actors would be later like very big mainstays especially like actors like Jason London and Joey Lauren Adams and funny enough while just talking about this film I totally forgot like basically not even a couple years later I want to say in like three years later Ben Affleck would be playing opposite Joey Lauren Adams in Chasing Amy in a Kevin Smith movie and then even Jason London and Ben Affleck would be in another like um I think it's Jason London, because he has a brother. He has a twin brother, Jeremy London. So, no. Yeah, it was Jeremy London that was in... uh, Jeremy London was in Mallrats with Ben Affleck, because Jeremy and uh, (laughs) Jason are twins. So that's kind of hilarious. Ben Affleck working with both London brothers and all that. The film is, like I said, one of my favorite films. Like, I remember quoting uh, what... Uh, I want to say Donnie ended up, uh, saying at the end of his film, I put that on Facebook for like my last, like for my last day of high school, I ended up quoting what he said. So yeah, it was pretty interesting to see like where all these actors would later go on to play, especially like Mila Jojovich, who initially in my research in doing this film, like in, um, talking about this film, Mila Jojovich originally was set in this movie, and she ended up taking time away from acting because like, she was kind of upset that most of her scenes got cut in the film. She ends up going off to go do music, and then later she ends up coming back into movies in 1998, and none other than um, one of my also favorite films, The Fifth Element, where she plays Leloo. So, a lot of these actors, especially Rory Con- uh, Rory Cochran, He's gonna. He ended up playing in another movie I'm going to cover called Empire Records, which is another kind of small indie film that I'm going to be covering. Uh, Adam Goldberg has been in so much stuff. He plays Mike Newhouse. So Mike, Anthony Rapp, and Cynthia, who is played by Marissa Ribisi, uh, they are like three of like um, Pink's friends who like, they're kind of like the nerdy outcasts that don't really get invited to the parties and everything. And- Adam's character, Mike, is a bit of a neurotic. He's, like, always overanalyzing all of the situations. And they kind of, like, you know, kind of lambast, like, the popular kids, so to speak. Because it's made up of, like, the nerdy kids, the potheads, the jocks, that sort of stereotype. But Pink is kind of friends with all of them. And he navigates all of those, like, social uh, circles and everything. Overall, I really enjoyed this film. It's like, like I said before, it's like one of my favorite films of all time. So, uh, I get, um, I know it's available on Hulu. It's out on DVD. You can, uh, try and find it anywhere. It's on Paramount Plus and all that. Um, so yeah, it's one of my favorite films. So I want to actually kind of move away and I want to talk about the soundtrack for this film. So the soundtrack mostly... It's like 56 minutes long. It's like you had uh, artists like Rick Derringer, Foghat, Alice Cooper, Black Oak, Arkansas, ZZ Top, Nazareth, Ted Nugent, The Runaways, Sweet, War, Leonard Skinner, Deep Purple, Kiss, and Black Sabbath. The soundtrack of this basically fit like a glove. Like the soundtrack of this whole entire like catalog is like really, really solid. And the music does fit the movie. So, um, the legacy for this film, uh, Quentin Tarantino ended up including this, uh, film as like one of his top, uh, 10 greatest films of all time. Back in like 2002, he talked about it. I highly recommend this film. Go check it out. I know this was a short one, but I just wanted to talk about this film and like kind of reconnect and connect with other people about how great this film was and how much of a fan I was of this film. So yeah, uh, well... That's the end of this podcast episode. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Status Alternate One. That is Status Alternate One. You can follow me on Instagram at underscore, no, at roll underscore martyr underscore X. All my socials are in the description. Go check out all my stuff. I also want to give a quick shout out to Michael Chris. For all of his amazing logo work and everything that he does. Um, His at is mchris2244. He does amazing quality work for logos. So if you do need a logo, just go check him out. He's very cool, solid individual. So yeah, wanted to give a quick shout out for him. This has been the Status Alternative Podcast. And I will catch you all in the next episode. And remember, stay alternative.